Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our popular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport. And today, it's no different. I have Mr. Nicholas Yale from Shark Sharp Angle Sports. Nicholas, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. It's my absolute pleasure, mate. Uh, Nicholas, take me back in time. Where did this journey all begin for you? Yeah, it really began. Um, I graduated from the University of Missouri uh, journalism program in 2016, and, and doing radio television was kind of my, my primary focus on sports, radio television, and got back in the radio industry after doing a little bit of TV, and kind of had a moment where I was like, hey, you know, looking at where the sports landscape, sports media landscape was going, that as far as local sports goes, what I was in here in St. Louis, Missouri, was uh, not going in a direction that I thought was long-term going to be viable. It was uh, a market that, you know, is still growing, obviously, here in St. Louis, but just from a television and radio standpoint, you know, it's not really going in a direction. It's leaning more towards digital media. So that's where my focus began and starting my own podcast um, and then starting my own media company couple media companies to kind of do something that I was more interested in, you know, and, and that's where those two companies kind of formatted, and really, last year, after the legalization of sports gambling federally in 2018 by the Supreme Court in the United States, it really opened a door for a lot more possibilities in the sports gambling community, and that's where, with Sharp Angle Sports, they had kind of approached me um, to serve as a project manager uh, for Sharp Angle Sports. And it's now kind of grown into something else where it's, I'm more of a, a head as a general manager now at Sharp Angle Sports, taking it in a new direction. And we kind of seen, we're starting to see a lot going on with, with sports gambling in the United States, especially with Barstool sales to 10 national for 450 million. You know, that kind of solidifies for everybody in the sports gambling industry that, hey, this thing really has a shot. It's really going to be impactful moving forward. So, how can we? be on the leading edge of this, and, and that's kind of where the idea with Sharp Angles came about. You know, Sharp Angles Sports is a, is a company that sells uh, curated games picks for the average sports gambler. Uh, that's kind of the model. Um, it is built off of the premise that each one of our guys, each one of our Sharps focuses on a specific sport or a specific conference. You know, they're not out there betting every single sport across the board. These guys are, sell, are, are selling picks. Their focus is on the main sport that they're you know, really good at and good at winning. So that's obviously the most important thing for us is finding guys that, that are winning because that's, that's how you sell. And so really our whole model is built off of having, helping the average sports gambler become a better sports gambler and, and win more often. And they offer detailed game analysis. Our whole model is subscription-based. So for instance, the NFL season, we do weekly and season-long subscriptions with our NFL Sharp James Salinas, and users can go in there, purchase his picks, and get a whole detailed game analysis for why he picked those certain games, and that kind of helps them, you know, figure out when they're betting, you know, whether they're using his picks or whether they're just using the detailed game analysis, they can kind of get a better idea of how to 
how to pick games and, and you know, really get a better understanding of how sports gambling works sport by sport. So, I mean, it's the, it's the average sports gambler really who we're targeting and, and not just so much the, uh, the big-time guys or really the average guys because there's so many average people out here that are just learning how the sports gamble have to get legalized, you know, before people were doing it, but not everybody was doing it in a, in a legal format. But now that that's offered and there's really – some possibility of winning and getting more people interested in sports is, is something we're really trying to be on the front end of. Awesome. It sounds like it's been a bit of a journey. Yeah. Um, talk to me about your current state. Where, where you guys are currently at? Yeah, so we started with the 2019 NFL season and 2019 college football bowl season. Um, that was really an exciting time because mm-hmm. it gave us an opportunity to get a MVP product built out and see like, hey, is this something people are interested in? Now we're to the point where, you know, we have all the tech built out from the, the website end, have the subscription models, you know, figured out and had to jump through some hoops to be able to accept credit cards and that kind of thing. But there's still a little bit of a gray area behind the uh, whole uh, gambling aspect because it is only state by state. But what's great about our, our company is it's, it's basically a gambling service. You're not actually making picks on our website, so we're able to kind of avoid some of the red tape and see, you know, our customer base is in all 52 states it's not, and, and worldwide. It's not just, you know, in the places where it's legal because um, people aren't actually betting on our site. So as far as it goes right now, we're in, uh, we're kind of in a crowdfunding phase. Uh, we have, we did the NFL season, which was successful. We did the bowl season, which was successful. We partnered with Sports Illustrated Gambling here in the United States, which was successful for the bowl season because our guys did very well, which obviously end up helping out because when they're winning we were able to get more users in so we're in a spot right now where we have about 700 users on our platform and looking to grow that looking to do that for every sport adding in you know college basketball with march madness right around the corner uh getting into hockey mlb and, and sports you know soccer all the different sports and trying to find sharks that are good at picking these sports so that we can bring that model to them and the other thing is really content focused that's something I try to work on between video content, podcasting like we're doing right now, and, uh, and, and written pieces. Because that's something that people, more or less the average sports fan, was really going to draw their attention to. Maybe they're not going to want to buy picks. Maybe they're just going to want to bet. But they're going to be interested in gambling content. Um, so that's really something where we're trying to focus our attention on in 2020. And then building an app. That's really the, the main sticker. I know we're going to talk about tech here in a little bit. But... Getting an app built for 2020 is, is a major goal because mobile sports betting is huge right now uh, across the board. Mobile everything is absolutely huge. I mean, there was a study last year on the usage of uh, mobile, and like 80, 89% of usage of mobile is on a mobile app. So you know, if nowadays if you don't have a mobile app, you're 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 pretty much you know, missing out on a huge chunk of your audience. So it's just a lot easier. It's more convenient. And that's what uh, your consumer is is about now, nowadays since they got everything coming to them. So it's got right, to be... exactly. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was interesting to see too in New Jersey in 2019 of the $560 billion that was bet, that was wager on sports gambling, 85% was bet on mobile. So wow. really just trying to drive our attention there is, is because all the stats speak for themselves. It's like, like you're saying, it's, and if we're not on that on an app, it's you know we're we're missing out on a good chunk of of the market, especially with sports gambling in a time where we're doing we're putting in picks and 
things are changing right before game time. So having the ability to send push alerts to people's phones, exactly. subscribers with their picks or with information is, is going to be huge for us. Absolutely. Um, what does the uh, future look like for, for you guys? Like where, where to now? Right now, it's it's really expanding upon, you know, can we do this? Can we re re recreate this model from multiple sports? We have our revenue projections for what NFL is going to look like, what college football looks like, because we already did it. But now it's more, we need to get some funding in the door to be able to make this happen and really possible doing some different collaborations with some of these other startups. When we were at, it was just in Orlando at a startup, which is kind of how we, we got connected. Um, through Rob Thompson of Game Plan U, and through that Game Plan U Accelerator, we met a lot of great startups, a lot of great people, and, and really one of the interesting ones we met was a was a kid, Trinitia, who's building Book of Sports, an app, a mobile app for sports gambling that also is focused on uh, social media. So essentially, it's a social media-specific app, kind of built out like Instagram, uh, that is focused and centered on sports gambling. And so that that is probably our next move, whether it's some type of collaboration or you know us working together that's what it's going to look like because again i wanted the app and he has the app and he wants the professional you know sports betters and i have the professional sports betters and so being able to merge together and create something special is really probably what the what the next step is going to look like for us and aside from that just bringing in more funding so that we can build out we have a good team in place to be able to build out more guys that can bring content help us do video stuff you know we have a full studio built here in st louis to do gambling content that focuses on video, uh, but really, you know, trying to hammer out what that content looks like. So I don't think anybody really in the, in the gambling landscape here in the United States has figured out what you can do with video. You know, you have the Barstool Sports and you have the Bleacher Report that partner with Caesars out in Las Vegas, but aside from those big companies that have a massive amount of funding, there's a second tier that can kind of, you know, relate to the average sports gambler a little better and, and integrate some of these different, you know, lower tier companies um, with video. And that's where we're going to come in because that's what our background is. That's what our resources we have and using our network to kind of expand that. And so really, it's a, I think it's a collaboration method and figure out, you know, what works best for everybody so that everybody can, can benefit from this. Because the great thing about it is the gambling landscape is billions of people. So there's enough room for everybody that's, you know, trying to get in to be able to do their thing without stepping on each other's toes. It's not like a saturated market yet, um, being on the front end here. Like I said, you have the, the bigger companies, but there's still a ton of room, a ton of investment dollars out there to be had that people are going to want to be interested in. And so I'm trying to figure out, like, what does it look like in 2020, doing our due diligence and talking to other people and, and doing other podcasts and promotional stuff for us so we can get our name out there, Sharp Angle Sports out there. And then really just trying to collaborate to get to that next level. Very nice. You mentioned the key point. Consumers are so used to certain behaviors on social media, uh, it only makes sense to replicate those those behaviors onto your app or your or your website basically, because now it's become such a big part of their life. They're so used to liking, commenting, sharing this, so used to following people. Why wouldn't you re replicate that on on your site? Why wouldn't you get get them basically provide them with a platform that they're so used to seeing, and you right. know, you know, and customize it to what you do? You know, at the end of the day, there's generations growing up on social, right? So you're you're basically getting yourself ready for now and future. So not many people are doing it, but the ones that are doing it right, 
could really, really succeed. That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many social media apps, and, and there's always going to be another one. What's the next one? You know, right now we're listening to like TikTok right now in terms of like what that social media is doing to the younger demographic, and like is that something we can use for gambling? I don't think anybody really knows yet. We're we're experimenting with it. We're trying, but you never know what kind of demographic you can pull in. So even though that's like an app with a younger demographic, there's still room to be had there and to be able to get them at that age, even though they, they can't sports bet yet, but like pay attention to what's going on with the with the younger demographics because then that's going to influence the older generation, the, the middle generation, and, and what have you. So, I mean, the, the way the, the Book It Sports app is laid out, it, it looks very familiar to Instagram with having a podcast feed, a news feed, your own news feed. You, if you can comment and like on people placing wagers. Uh, on the app, and again, it's it's more similar to Action Network, where you can you're placing your bets, you're sh- showing your action, but you're not actually doing any exchange of money on the app itself. And so it, it's it's a place to be like if if I took the Chiefs minus one in the Super Bowl, and my buddy took San Francisco plus one in the Super Bowl, we can argue about it on the actual wager, and everybody can see there. Or you can make a quick video that says, Yo, I like, hey, I like San Francisco tonight. I like the over. Uh, here's why, and then boom, immediately post it to the app, and people can comment, interact, and kind of have fun with it. And it's it's a place where it's all going to happen in one spot. It's not a place that's going to be like, you know, not worry about going on Twitter and talking about your bets or Facebook, where you might not have a, a following that's really interested in sports gambling. Everybody on this app is going to be interested in sports gambling, and so they're going to be interacting with whatever games go on, no matter what the score is. And there'll be fees for different sports, too, so you can pick and choose you're interested in NBA or NHL, you, you can go to that feed and check out what's going on in that arena. So, kind of an interesting concept. You, you just got to make it happen, my uh, man. It's uh, time and effort. So, but it's it's definitely an, an amazing approach. All right, awesome. So, that sort of uh, answers our tech question. Um, what would you say is going to be your biggest challenge in, in implementing such a plan moving forward? I think really it's just going to be, you know, figuring out how to make sure it's a user-friendly model. Um, I, the whole interest is going to be built on the mobile, but I think when we're trying to grab people's attention, it's got to be something that's, you know, going to keep them engaged. So really from the design aspect of it, I, I think trying to get the, the, the right app designers involved, and, and that costs money too. So that's going to be, you know, a, a lot of money that we have to spend and raise to try to get this thing built out. And, and have servers that can handle, you know, what we're hoping to be is a, a large amount of people coming to utilizing this app or even going to our website, making sure our servers can handle this. That's something always with new startups is you know, something you don't think about is the rapid growth that can happen overnight in today's day and age um, from the technical thing, side of things. You have a server built out and have an app that's ready to go and then it gets a lot of attention and then you're not ready for it. So I think just making sure that we're going to be ready for that when it comes, if and when it comes, and uh, and, and just kind of keep them, stay on top of our toes that we get the right tech guys behind the scenes that can handle it all and uh, and handle all the content that we people will be publishing on the app itself and on the website, um, and especially with our videos. When we're uploading all kinds of video content, you know, that's going to be uh, something that we need to be doing in a timely fashion, too, with some of these ideas that we have as far as these games go and the video content we're putting out at halftime of games and different things like that. We got to make sure that everything can handle all this so we don't have any glitches 
when the time comes, when we're trying to put out, you know, if we have one of our pro guys that has a, a specific halftime bet that he likes, you know, there's going to be a five to ten minute window where that, that where our users can get in and get that information and, and make sure they put their bet in before that line moves, whether it's pre-game, post-game, or in the middle of the game. Very nice. Very nice. And um, I believe the XFL is going to be showing yeah. betting odds and, and basically discuss betting on live TV. Yeah, we just partnered with DraftKings today. Yeah, so that wasn't happening previously in the uh, NFL, so... Yeah, it's going to be exciting because, yeah, NFL is one of the... I think the only league that hasn't yet partnered with a, a sports book. NHL, MLB, NBA have all partnered with either um, William Hill or FanDuel or, or bigger sports books, and NFL hasn't, hasn't done that yet. And so I expect the NFL to partner with DraftKings like they did. And it's definitely something that's going to be huge. And something we're only going to see continue on down the line, whether it's, you know, especially when Barstool gets their sports book up and running, it's going to be interesting to see who and what they partner with. Very nice. Uh, it's just become a normal practice, really. Um, <laughs> betting is everywhere, yeah. basically. So, all right, awesome. Um, you've been on a bit of a journey. Uh, if you could go back in time, would you change anything? I don't think so too much. I mean, the thing is, is coming out you know, of college, I noticed pretty early where the landscape was going and and kind of found a, a niche that I knew I didn't want to be in was, was local. And it's something I realized in midway through college that everything was kind of moving towards digital. And so after leaving college and really taking those first next steps into the real world and like getting a real job and, and figuring out, hey, you know, being in the radio business and realizing it was just a toxic work environment where I was at. And then really starting our own things, basically going headfirst and starting our own podcast and really diving into video and utilizing video for podcasts and social media, that opened up a lot of doors. Because here in St. Louis, it's not like New York and L.A. where there's so many established people and, and a saturated market. Now every everybody wants to kind of do their own thing and build their own brand. And so everybody's starting a podcast. Everybody's starting a blog. Not everybody knows how to do video effectively, though. They might do video with their phones or, you know, but the quality isn't there. And so having that background from TV and radio to be able to go in and basically transition into digital and being on the a little bit the early end of it has allowed us an opportunity to basically go consult and generate ideas for other people and, and really build a business around that. And that's what we did with our media business. It's a, the video business primarily, first and foremost, that creates small business videos. But then it's also allowed us an opportunity to work in the gambling industry, other podcasts, and kind of help them say, hey, yeah, here's the model you need to do. These are things you need to think about and really help them integrate video into what they're doing. Again, video is, is king. Like, content is king. It used to be writing. You know, podcasts are huge right now, but once people start figuring out the video, and you can, you can do it affordably now. You can do it. It doesn't cost an arm and a leg to, to, do, to do video. So if you can do it effectively now, and if you do it the right way, that's how you're going to capture the audience. I mean, you see it on Facebook. You know, Facebook Live, what they did, Instagram Live, what they're doing, IGTV, what they're doing. And it's only going to continue in that direction because people like watching videos. They like watching those short 10 to 30 to 45 second videos, swiping through their phones. And so if you can deliver good content in that little short amount of time, you bring a lot of value. And so that's what we're seeing right now is we're bringing a lot of value to people uh, with our capabilities of doing video and showing them how to do it correctly. So that's, that's I think, but noticing that early on 
in college before I even got into the real world, got into the industry, the media industry, definitely helped me. And, and I, I credit that to just what I learned at uh, journalism school at the University of Missouri, knowing it's digital first and that video on local television and like radio are going down and these new forms of medium are growing. And really, you just have to think differently how to capture people's eyeballs and also be engaging, be fun, be funny, be interesting. Because if you're, you could have the best video in the world and the content could be shit. And so it's just like recognizing that, hey, if you have good content and you have a good quality team in place to, to make it look good, you, you might have something. Absolutely. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. And you, you missed out on one more platform that's flying right now, LinkedIn. Um, TikTok and LinkedIn right now are unbelievable. But anyway, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll let them be for the uh, moment. Yeah. Um, Nicholas, thank you so much. Uh, you've been amazing. You've shared a ton of insight with us. Before we let you go, where can we find you online? Yeah, you can follow me at Nick Yale on Twitter. It's N-I-C-K-Y-A-H-L. And then our website is at Sharp Angle Sports. Um, so it's, you can search Sharp Angle Sports on Twitter and find us, but sharpanglesports.com is our, is our website. Like I said, we're going through a lot of different transitions right now so it might not always stay sharp angle sports it might become you know book it sports or it might become something else as we kind of go through uh, a funding raise and, and do some of these partnerships but i think the, the key takeaway is that sports gambling is on the rise and, and we're on the front end of it uh, it's going to be it's going to be exciting but i definitely appreciate you having me on the podcast to kind of talk about what i do and, and talk about uh, what we're doing with sharp angle absolute pleasure mate even if things change just put a redirect and it's taken to your new site so <laughs> Absolutely. It's all good, my man. All right. Thank you, Nicholas. Once again, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?